The Solution Word with Pastor Adama Segbeji. Pastor Adama has a passion to uplift people and see the body of Christ excel. His aim, to bring hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations. In this message, you will learn. You can't say you love God and when it's time for church, you're watching football. Your delight is not in God. Your delight is in football. So what does it mean to delight? To delight is to please someone greatly. To delight is to please someone greatly. Number two, to delight is to take great pleasure in someone or in something. Number two, to delight is to take great pleasure in someone or in something. You know the person we are talking about and his name is Jesus. Alright, turn with me please in your Bibles to the book of Isaiah chapter 58. Isaiah chapter 58 verse 13 and verse 14. You know the background, Isaiah chapter 58 is about fasting. How God calls for his children to, to partake of the right fasting. And he taught them how to fast, what to do when they are fasting, what not to do when they are fasting, and so on and so forth. And then when he gets to verse 13, Isaiah chapter 58 verse 13, Something very important ha- happened there. I read, it says, if you turn away your foot from the Sabbath, from doing your pleasure on my holy day, and call the Sabbath a delight, the holy day of the Lord honorable, and shall honor him not doing your own ways, nor finding your own pleasures, nor speaking your own words, verse 14, key verse. It says, then shalt thou delight thyself in the Lord, and I will cause thee to ride upon the high places of the earth. Say amen to that. And feed thee with the heritage of Jacob, my father, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. And we are blessed by the reading of God's word. I'm teaching tonight on what I have titled, Delight Yourself in the Lord. Delight Yourself in the Lord. The scriptures are clear that in the last days, the love of many will grow cold. In the last days, the Bible says that many will become lovers of themselves rather than lovers of God. So what that simply means is that in the last days, many's love for God will grow cold. People become lovers of themselves more than lovers of God. And the evidence is clear. We can see people these days are more interested in selfie. The word selfie simply means selfish. Remember, in the last days, many will become lovers of themselves rather than lovers of God. Selfie. And when you look in the the political scene or in the financial scene, uh, the 2007 and, and, and 2008 economic crash led to selfish ambitions of many people in the banking sector. So the scriptures are clear that many will become selfish and we are seeing it. 
People don't care about how others feel. They only care about themselves. But in spite of that, God says that if you keep my Sabbath, the Sabbath there is not necessarily a day, but it's a rest. The Bible says a labor to enter into the rest of the Lord. Entering into the rest of the Lord simply means not trying to do what God is supposed to do. Many people worry about things that are unnecessary. So we have to labor to enter into the rest. So God wants us to keep his Sabbath holy. He said, don't do what you feel like doing on my Sabbath. He says, keep my Sabbath honorable. And when you keep it honorable, then in verse 14, he says, then shalt thou delight thyself in the Lord. And when you delight yourself in the Lord, he said, I will cause thee to ride upon the high places of the earth and feed thee with the heritage of Jacob, thy father, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. So it's important for us to take away self and put God in the place of self. To delight in the Lord means to love the Lord, to enjoy the Lord, to make him your delight. And as you do, an amazing thing will happen to you. Every time you make God your delight, amazing things happen to you. Isn't it interesting, the testimonies we heard tonight you know, starting from July during our prayer and fasting month, we were not praying about give me a car, give me a shoe, give me a house. It was never a prayer topic. What was our prayer topic? God save soul. God bless people. God do this. God let your glory be present in your house. That's what we're praying about. Jesus is clear. Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things which the world is chasing after will come chasing after you. So to delight in the Lord is to enjoy the Lord. And as you do that, many amazing things will happen to you. And I decree that from today, you'll walk in amazement in the name of Jesus. You see, when you delight yourself in the Lord, He will put his will and his plan in your heart. When you delight yourself in the Lord, he will put his will and his plan in your heart. Why? Because the Bible says in the book of Philippians chapter 2 verse 13, the Bible says that for it is God who works in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. It is God who works in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. So that means when you delight in the Lord, your your desire will be towards the things of God. He will put his will He will put his plans in your heart. A great Bible scholar was asked how to discern God's will. And look at what his answer was. He answered, he said, love God with all your heart and do whatever you want. Love God with all your heart. And do whatever you want. That is, if you are loving God passionately, wanting to please, wanting to obey and honor him continually, you can do what you want because his plan is automatically your desire. 
So when you, when you please God, you don't struggle to walk in his will. When you please God, when God is your delight, you'll notice that you don't struggle with the will of God. Have you noticed that you will always be where God is if your desire towards God is to be with him. You can't say you love God and when it's time for church, you're watching football. Your delight is not in God. Your delight is in football. So what does it mean to delight? To delight is to please someone greatly. To delight is to please someone greatly. Number two, to delight is to take great pleasure in someone or in something. Number two, to delight is to take great pleasure in someone or in something. You know the person we are talking about and his name is Jesus. So let's go back to our foundational text, Isaiah chapter 58, verse 14. The Bible says that, it says, Then thou shalt delight in the Lord your God, and he will set you above. He will set thee high above, Isaiah 58, verse 14. It says, Then shalt thou delight thyself in the Lord. Then shalt thou delight thyself in who? In the Lord. And when you delight yourself in the Lord, guess what he is going to do? He says, then I will cause thee to ride upon the high places of the earth. Say amen to that. Amen. So that means the secret to riding in the high places of the earth is to delight in the Lord. When your delight is in the Lord, you automatically ride in the high places of the earth. Why? Because the the ground is crowded. Have you noticed that those who delight in the Lord, they'll do everything possible to get to him. If you delight in the Lord and you are coming to church, verify your car breaks down, you pack that car, you jump on a taxi, you jump on a bus and get into the house. When you delight in the Lord and you are coming to church and the trains are not working, you would make every available effort to get into the house of the Lord. Why? Because your delight is in the Lord. Mark chapter 2 from verse 1. Let me show you some groups of people who had great delight in the Lord and in the things of God. The Bible says that Mark chapter 2 from verse 1, it says, and again he entered into Capernaum, talking about Jesus, after many days, and it was noise that he was in the house. Say amen to that. Every time Jesus is in the house, there must be a noise. The Bible says that, and it was noised that he was in the house. Make some noise this evening. Oh, I said make some noise this evening. And it was noised that he was in the house. From today, the miracles, the testimonies that are happening in Solution Chapel International it shall be noised abroad. Amen. The angels will noise it abroad. Amen. They'll noise it across the world Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. As you continue to share your testimonies, many are getting healed. Amen. Many are getting transformed. Amen. Many are getting breakthroughs. Amen. Millions are being touched. Amen. Because Whenever Jesus is around, it has to be noised. The newspapers have to carry it. I'm telling you, a time is coming and not long from now. Every message I teach on a Sunday morning will be on the front page on a Monday morning. 
I said it will happen in the name of Jesus because the solution that the world needs is in the church. The solutions that the world needs is in Jesus. It's not outside of Jesus. Jesus is the answer for the world today. Say a good amen to that. And so on a Sunday I will be teaching and the solution that the world needs economically, socially, in the community will be coming from Jesus. And as I'm teaching, they'll be picking it up and writing it in the newspapers saying this pastor said if you do X, Y, Z, the economy shall be saved. And I decree it so in the name of Jesus. I decree it so in the name of Jesus. The Bible says that and straight away many gathered together. Oh, I love that. When Jesus is in the house, many will gather together. As we continue to preach Jesus, as we continue to reveal Jesus to the world, the world have no other option than to gather together. And many were gathered together in as much as there was no room to receive them. That solution right there. Every weekday and every Sunday, there will be no room to contain the members that God is bringing in. Say a good amen. Amen. Say a good amen. Amen. Say a living amen. Amen. So shall it be. There was not room enough to receive them. We'll have a good problem every weekday. Every Sunday. There will be people queuing outside. There will be people standing outside. There will be people standing on the window sills. There will be people climbing everywhere to hear this man of God that has the wisdom of God. I'm not boasting. My boast is in the Lord. The Bible says that there was no room to receive them. No, not so much as about the door and they, and he preached the word unto them. Did you see that? This is where, this is the heart of the word. We preach the word, we see signs following the word. We see miracles following the word. We see testimonies following the word. All we have to do is preach the word. When we preach the word, we will see miracles following. Don't try to do anything else. You see, many try to add other things to the word. Just preach the simplicity of the word. That's what we've done all these years. The teaching of the simplicity of the word brings results. And he preached the word unto them. Verse 3, the Bible says that, And they came unto him, bringing one sick of the palsy, which was born of four friends. Verse 4, And when they could not come nigh unto him for the press, for the crowd, They uncovered the roof where he was. And when they had broken it up, they let down the bed wherein the sick of the palsy lay. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. Say amen to that. These are four friends whose delight is in the Lord. When your delight is in God, nothing can stop you. (laughs) You don't give excuses. When they brought the head of Jesus, they held the word of faith. When they brought Jesus, they brought their friend to Jesus. There was no room. There was no access. They had nowhere to bring him in 
and look at what they did. The Bible says that they went up. They uncovered the roof. They, they, their delight was that their friend will be healed today. And I decree to someone what you have been praying for has been answered today. I said it has been answered today. I said it has been answered today. In the name of Jesus. That's the testimony we had. Ten years. She has been believing that thing for ten years. For a house for ten years. And in one month, God did it. For ten years, God did it in one month. Your testimony will be, I've been believing God for 15 years. He'll do it in one day. I said, he'll do it in one day. Say a good amen to that. One day too much. It took God six days to create the whole earth. Everything. Everything we see. It took him six days. <laughs> Your situation is not bigger than heaven and earth. Is it a house you need? It took God one day to create heaven and earth. One day. Is it a house you want? It took God one day to create heaven and earth. How big is your house compared to the whole earth? Is your house bigger than the whole earth? If God took one day to create the whole earth, will it take God one day to create your house? Will it take God one day to create your house? No. It will take him less than a second. You say house P. And it shall be. Therefore, I decree over you that this month you have houses. I decree over you that this month you'll have houses. I decree over you that this month you have houses. Anything that is delaying your houses, I decree they let go now in the name of Jesus. says that they went up the roof they uncovered the roof and let down their friend wow that's a sign of someone who, whose delight is in the Lord you see when you delight in God God will take care of your needs Stop worrying. Delight in the Lord. Worry cannot fix anything. Delight in the Lord. When you delight in the Lord, he will put you, he will place you, he will cause you to ride upon the high places of the earth. From today, your testimony shall be, I am riding upon the high places. I said from today, your testimony shall be you are riding in the high places. Just delight in the Lord. Just delight in the Lord. Don't worry about how you're going to get onto that high place. Just delight in the Lord. Let your delight be towards God and the things of God. Amen. I had a man of God share a testimony very powerful. He said when he was believing God for a jet, God said to him, just delight in me. Forget about the jet, just delight in me. And I'll cause you to ride in high places, in the high places of the earth. And by today, he's given out more than 20 jets. 
The first time God told him to sow a $50,000 seed, he said he didn't even have $1. He asked God, God, how am I going to <laughs> sow this seed? And said, so, okay, God, I'm going to trust you. You said I should obey you, I'll obey you. And he started, every time he would preach, people come and give him something small, and he would send that seed. He would send that seed, he would send that seed. One day he called the ministry and asked, how much have I sown so far from this time to this time? When they check his account, he said, you have sold over $60,000. He said he did not believe it. What was the secret? Delight yourself in the Lord and he'll cause you to ride in the high places of the earth. Right now, God has given him one of the latest, most expensive jets. And he said, this scripture is at the, when you enter into the jet, this scripture is there. Delight yourself in the Lord, and I'll cause you to ride in the high places of the earth. The Bible says God is not a partial God. God is not unjust. The same God who did it for him can do it for you. Amen. He can do it for you. Amen. If you can follow the method he followed, God will do it for you because the scriptures are clear. There is no private interpretation to the word. No prophecy is for any private individual. Jesus said, what I say to one, I say to all. What I say to one, I say to all. So when God says to him, delight yourself in me, and I'll cause you to ride in the high places of the earth, if you want to ride in the high places of the earth, guess what you have to do? Delight in the Lord. Delight yourself in the Lord. Love the Lord your God with what? With all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. That's the secret. That's the secret right there. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will cause you to ride in the high places of the earth. Look at those friends, four friends. The ground was crowded. You see, those who delight in the Lord, God always takes them up. The ground was crowded. They said, no, no, let's find a way up. And when they go up, there, there is no crowd up there. Listen, you have been on the ground for too long. It's time to go up higher. It's time to go up higher. It's time to go up higher. It's time for our children to be excelling higher. It's time for this ministry to be scaling new heights. Higher on every scale. Wherever we are, we are making impact. Because when we delight ourselves in the Lord, he will cause us to ride in the high places of the earth. The secret is delight yourself in the Lord. That's the secret. The secret is delight yourself in the Lord. There is nothing like waste of time in the kingdom of God. Every day is building towards a greater purpose. <laughs> Look at her testimony. For 10 years, she was doing it her own way. 10 years. Believing God for a house for 10 years. For 10 years. But as she started delighting in the Lord. Delighting in the Lord. In every weekday service. In every Sunday service. Serving in the house of the Lord. Out on evangelism. On the prayer line. Praying all the time. God said, ah, you, your delight is in me. So I'll cause you to ride in the higher places of the earth. Glory be to God. 
Do you want to know the secret to my heart? My heart, my delight is in the Lord. <laughs> if you catch me 2 a.m. watching something, I'm watching things of God. If you catch me 5 a.m. reading something, I'm reading something concerning the things of God. My delight is in the Lord. And one plus one is what? Two. One plus one is what? It's two. One plus one is what? It's two. One plus one is what? Two. Don't be scared of the answer. I'm not tricking you. One plus one is what? It's two. It's two. So the method is one plus one is equal to two. That's the method. The method is delight yourself in the Lord. And guess what? The answer is automatic. You ride in the high places of the earth. Amen. That's why today, by the grace of God, our message is on TV, reaching millions weekly. Amen. Delight yourself in the Lord. Amen. Delight yourself in the Lord. Amen. And very soon, we'll be reaching billions. Amen. I said very soon we will be reaching minimum 5 billion. Uh, God has not called me to joke. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 1. If thou shalt diligently hearken unto the voice of the Lord your God. If thou, if you shall diligently Listen to the voice of the Lord your God. Question, are you listening diligently? Many don't listen diligently. They listen haphazardly. They pick and choose what they think they like. God said, if you shall hearken, listen diligently. Deuteronomy 28 verse 1. If you shall hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord your God, he said, and, and, and observe to do all, not some, all his commandments, which I command you this day, that the Lord your God will set thee where? Will set thee where? Will set thee where? On high above what? All the nations of the earth. Amen. Say amen. amen. So there will be men and women from this church who will be above nations. Amen. I said there will be men, there will be children, there will be women from this church who will be above nations. Amen. Who will be above nations. Amen. I said who will be above nations. Amen. I decree it so. And so shall it be. Yes. I am above some nations at the moment. I am above some nations at the moment. Very soon, I'll be above all the nations of the earth. Including Great Britain. When my name is mentioned, my name will be above. All the nations of the earth. You say how? Because I seek to observe the word of the Lord. Say a good amen. I said say a good amen. So where's your delight? Your delight must be in God. Don't think man. Your delight must be in God. <laughs> My delight is in God. You see, people whose delight is in the Lord, they make global impacts. I am not a mere casual man. I don't boast. My boast is in the Lord. I am here to make a global impact. When I pass through somewhere and I go, when my name is mentioned, it will be for impact. Amen. Listen, the word of God is pregnant with great success. Amen. Many want to be successful. 
but they ignore the key factor of success. The key fundamental way for us Christians to be successful is to go through the word, is to go into the word. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. It says, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein, therein, day and night. You see, when you delight in something, you stay in it day and night. <laughs> when you delight in something, when people come to see you, they see you doing that thing. When you delight in something, when people leave you 10 hours and they come back, they'll come and find you doing the same thing. If somebody's delight is in chocolate, Turkish delights, you know Turkish delights, cookies. There are some people whose delight is cookies, biscuits. So when they go shopping, they don't have to put that on the list because that's their number one delight. You will f- no, no matter what they buy, you see it in their bag. <laughs> you will see cookies delight in their bag. If you go to their house now, oh, biscuits are there in abundance. <laughs> They don't eat anything else apart from biscuit because it's their delight. Are you following what I'm saying? When I went to the U.S. with one of my pastors, I asked him to go shopping and when he went shopping, he came back with biscuits. I did not eat mine. Mine was in the hotel room. And then one day he came to my hotel room. He said, Pastor, yours is still there. I said, do you want it? Just take it. I know you want it, so just take it. That's his delight. Are you following what I'm saying? When somebody has a delight, the person is addicted to that thing. I am addicted to the word. You see, if, if, you are going to, if you are going to be above, you have to have a delight in the things of God. God does not reward casual people. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. The Bible says that God rewards those who diligently seek him. Not those who casually seek him. You have to be a seeker of God, how? Diligently. That's what the Bible says, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God must believe that God is. Why? Because God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Those who seek God diligently go hard after God. That's what David said. David said, my soul, my heart runs hard after you. Oh, Lord. How hard is your heart following after God? How many of you set alarm to eat your food? (laughs) Do you set alarm to eat your food? No. When it comes to prayer in the morning, do you set alarm to wake up? Yes? So your delight is not in prayer. Anything you set alarm for, your delight is not in it. If you have to set an alarm to wake up early to pray, your delight is not in prayer. Because you don't set alarm to eat. You don't. You eat. <laughs> When it's time for eating, you eat. Some of you eat and eat and eat. Some of you, when it's time for eating, you are not far from the kitchen. You're very close. You sit by the kitchen. So once you finish the one in your pot, you just take the spoon, scoop some more into the plate. That's your delight. 
When we come to your house and all you are, where you love to stay is in the kitchen, that's your delight. If every time all you do is shopping, your delight is shopping. That's the truth. I hope, I hope you know that. If every time we see you shopping, delight is in shopping. So if we are going to be successful, our delight must be in the word. Our delight must be in God. Joshua 1.8, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein. The word meditate is to ponder. Is to ponder, is to chew. Is to matter, continue to chew. Continue to matter, continue to ponder, continue to think about it. Thou shalt meditate therein day and night. Day and night. You don't get tired. Day and night. Have you seen bodybuilders? Their delight is in the gym. They want to build their muscles. So you see them there day and night. Day and night. Early morning, late in the evening. Early morning, late in the evening. Day and night, they are meditating therein. They are pushing that weight. So when you are, if you want to be successful in the things of God, you also have to meditate the word day and night. Day and night. Day and night. You must never get to a point where you say, I am tired of the word. People who meditate in the word day and night can never backslide. Guaranteed. They can never backslide. You can't be a meditator of the word day and night and backslide. And listen, there are powerful breakthroughs in meditating in the word. Isaac meditated on the word until his wife was brought to him. God said to Abraham, if you are going to experience the blessing that I want to bring to you, it has to be through meditation. God said to him, lift up your eyes now and look. That's meditation. And listen, when you meditate on the word, the next level of meditation of the word is the word becomes an image when you meditate on the word, the next stage of the word of meditation is the word becomes an image. Once the word becomes an image, it becomes so easy now to have access to that image. When you see the image, you talk about the image. Because you can't see an image and not talk about it. The reason why I always talk about 5 million people in solution is because I see that image. I have meditated upon it through the word. I have meditated upon it, meditated upon it, meditated upon it to the point where I see the image now. So when I'm preaching and teaching, the reason why most of the time I scream and shout is because I'm preaching to 5 million people. Because I can see the reality, the clarity, the visibility of the image. So whatever you want, it's in the word. Just meditate. It says he meditates therein day and night. And he observes to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous and thou shalt have good success. Good success. Other versions say, study this book of instruction continually. Study this book of instruction how? Continually. Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. So when you meditate on the word, that means you have your delight is in it. You know, if you use, for instance, um, 
My iPad tells me uh, during the day what I have been looking at most. It gives me its percentage. You have read the Bible for 10%. You have been on, on the church website for 2%. You have been reading, you have been reading your books for 5%. You have been writing your messages for 20%. And so it tells me everything. It's clear. So at the end of the day, I cannot say that, oh, I read my Bible for 10% and the iPad is saying it's only 2%. The iPad cannot lie. The, at the end of the day, the iPad breaks down to me exactly how I have spent my day. Where my delight has been in. So if I read the Bible for two hours, three hours, four hours, five hours, it tells me exactly how many hours I spent on reading the Bible. The first day I saw it, I said, wow. I wasn't giving much time to some areas of reading. I said, ah, okay, so this thing doesn't lie. So now it's time to meditate therein. Stay there. Stay there until the success comes. That's why 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15, it says, Steady to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing, underline that word, rightly dividing the word of truth. Rightly dividing. I love that. Rightly dividing. You know, when, you, when your delight is in the word, you steady it. You enjoy it. Have you noticed children in school, when they start, they do so many subjects. And then as they are growing, they begin to narrow their subjects from eight to maybe four. Because their delight is in that only four. Or out of even that four, there is one that they have one high de delight in. So when you love the word, guess what you do? You study it. You stay in it. You don't get tired of it. Because remember, you want to have a great delight in the things of God. So Paul told Timothy, steady to show yourself approved unto God. Steady to show yourself approved unto God. Not unto man, but unto God. But unto God. A workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. That word there is so key. Rightly dividing the word of truth. I used to be a carpenter, right? And as a carpenter, when I go to what we call the timber market, so for instance, somebody comes to the shop and said, um, I need you to build me let's say, a cupboard, right? So I'll charge them and then I'll work out an estimate first because I know how much the wood costs and so I'll charge them according to what profit I want to make. And then the next thing I do is they'll pay a deposit or an advance and then I'll go to the market and buy the wood needed to build that cupboard. Now when I come, I bring the wood to the shop. The next thing I have to do is gather all my tools together and make sure that the wood that I have is cut according to size. Follow me. So there are some woods that are, for instance, six inches wide. And because it's six inches wide, if what I'm about to build is, let's say, five inches wide, that means I have to cut off one inches. One inch off from the five inches. Now, the Bible says, rightly dividing the word. That word, rightly dividing the word, means dividing it straight. Straight. Rightly dividing it means divide it straight. 
no curves, no bends, because if you don't divide it straightly, you're going to destroy the wood and you'll destroy the architecture of your build, what you want to build. So I'll take a ruler and a pencil and then I'll measure one inch from the top of the, of the wood to the beginning and then I'll take a pencil and a ruler and I'll mark a straight line. I want you to follow me. This is very important. I'll draw a straight line. Now, once I draw a straight line, I'll put that wood on the bench and then I'll take a saw to cut on that straight line. That is what it means to rightly divide the word. If you don't cut it on the straight line, you are not rightly dividing the word. Remember, Paul was a tent maker. Remember, Paul was dealing in leather. So he understood the importance of rightly dividing your material. Because if you don't rightly divide the material, the end result of what you are building will be wrong. Are you following me? This is why it's so important that as pastors, we rightly divide the word. I told you that if I come and I don't rightly divide the word, you will not have access to be able to walk on dry ground. Because in front of you, there is a Red Sea. But when I come as Moses, my responsibility, when I take the rod, which represents the word, when I take the rod, when I take the word, I must rightly divide the word. When I rightly divide the word, then you you will not see the Red Sea any longer. You will see a dry ground and you will be able to walk on the right ground to possess your possessions. Are you following what I'm saying? So rightly dividing the word is important. But guess what? The only way I can rightly divide the word is if my delight is in the word. If my delight is not in the word, I will not rightly divide the word. That's why when we come and we hear testimonies, the reason why we are hearing the testimony is because the word has been rightly divided. And once the word is rightly divided, the Red Sea parts out. The the Red Sea represents impossible situations. The Red Sea represents unstable situations that you are going through. So you come to church, you hear the word rightly divided, and all of a sudden, you said, ah, I couldn't do this before, but now I can do it. Why? Because the Red Sea is parted, and now you can walk on dry ground to enter into the land that flows with milk and honey. That's why precision Accuracy is required in interpreting the word. But the only way that can happen is when my delight is in the. Finally, as we close, there's so much to give you. But let me close it here and we'll continue the next week. Listen, those who delight in the Lord prosper in everything they do. Say amen to that. Those who delight in the Lord, they prosper in what? In everything they do. Someone from verse 1 to 3, I read. It says, blessed is the man that walk not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful, but his delight, notice that verse 2, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. His delight is in the law of the Lord and in his law does he meditate day and night. Joshua 1.8, do you see that? Joshua 1.8, 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 15. His delight is in the law of the Lord and he does meditate day and night. Verse 3, it says, And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, 
that bringeth forth his fruit in his season, and his leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall shall whatsoever he doeth shall what whatsoever he doeth shall what it shall prosper. When your delight is in the Lord, whatsoever you do, you can be selling pens, it will prosper. You can be selling shoelace, it shall prosper. You can be selling paper, it shall prosper. Why? Because your delight is in the Lord. Remember those who delight in the Lord? Where does God place them? High. They ride on high of the earth. In the name of Jesus. Did you receive it today? Why don't we give Jesus a better praise? Hallelujah. Let's rise up on our feet. I want you to talk to God. Ask God to help you. Some of us, our delight have to change. Delight from worldly things into the things of God. Going the extra man. Sacrificing for the house of God. Taking self out. Taking self out. Taking self out. Taking self out. Your delight in the Lord will take you on high places. God will set you up on high places. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. God will cause you to ride in your high places. God will cause you to ride in your high places. God will cause you to ride in your high places. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. This is your season of harvest. It's your season of breakthrough. It's your season of increase. It's your season of exploits. You are going from glory to glory. From grace to grace. From favor to favor. From power to power. In the name of Jesus. 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 Whatsoever you do from today, it shall prosper. It shall prosper. It shall prosper. It shall prosper. Whatever you do from today, it shall prosper. In the name of Jesus. God will not pass you by. God will not pass this church by. Father, don't pass us by. Oh, our delight is in you. 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 In the name of Jesus, our delight is in you. Our delight is in you. In the name of Jesus, help us, oh God. Our delight is in you. Our delight, our delight. Talk to God, talk to God, talk to God. Let your delights be in the Lord. Let your delights be in the Lord. Let your delights be in the Lord. In the name of Jesus. 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 Our delight is in you, Father. Our delight is in you. 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 Cause us to ride in the high places. 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 The high places of the earth. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We thank you. We thank you. Father, this house from today, our delight to be in you. Therefore, we know that you cause us to ride in the high places. In Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Let's give Jesus some praise.
Let's give Jesus a better praise. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to The Solution Word by Pastor Adama Segbeji. For prayer or further details, please call us on 01293 Or why not visit us this Sunday at 10 a.m. at Solution, Barnfield Road, Northgate, Crawley, RH10 8HQ. Your experience at Solution is sure to be a time of great blessing. Solution, bringing hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus said, The works that I do shall you do also, and greater works than these shall you do. Come and have an encounter with the burden-removing, yoke-destroying power of God at work in the life of Pastor Adama Segbeji this Sunday, 10 a.m. at Solution Chapel International, Barnfield Road, Northgate Crawley, RH10-8DS, or call 01293-885-000 for more information, or on the web at solutionchapel.org. Solution Chapel International, home of signs, wonders, and miracles.